0: Good afternoon, everyone. You're listening to the Soulless Podcast, 30 minutes every fortnight with high school students Will, Kyle, Andrea and Mattia. As a podcast, we aim to provide factual commentary on current affairs and issues of importance without any distortion through personal political affiliation, bias or the perpetuation of narrative. Our aim is symbolised through the sun of a new day that is uncorrupted, thus the name Soulless Podcast. We also provide links to organisations and movements to encourage you to act and think independently on the information that you receive via the Solars podcast. So today we're going to talk about third culture kids. So obviously we're all from an international school. We all have different stories. And, um, you know, personally I'm from Australia. Um, I moved to Bangkok um, when I was about seven, spent three or four years there, moved back to Australia and now in Dubai. So kind of talking today about how Um, how we identify with the nationality or what we consider our home to be and maybe the effects that um, living around the world has had on us, both positive and negative. Um, Just the definition of a third culture kid is uh, someone who has spent a significant portion of their developmental years living in a culture other than their parents' culture. So there's three cultures um, in the third culture kid description. One is their parents' culture, so their heritage. Second is the the local culture or the the host culture of, of where they're living so their residence and you know the culture of the place that they're living in and the third is a mixture of both of those so um it's kind of the own culture that they develop uh through both their parents and where they're living and um you know people they interact with uh yeah so. uh
1: yeah so i was born in chicago um but i came i was already essentially a um Third culture uh, child when uh, I was very young because um, my dad's Italian my mom's German and we've moved around a lot and uh, I feel as though that uh, a lot of moving to different places and different continents has, has shifted my pers- my perspective on um, certain affairs and um, things like that so uh, I moved to I lived in France uh, I lived in Switzerland I also lived now I live here um, and I, I've realized that um, as I get older, I I feel as though that I get a full understanding of um, different cultures and different identities.
0: Um, like you, I think you appreciate it more. Yeah. You appreciate I, the opportunity yeah, more.
1: Definitely, like um, especially when you hear people from um, your elementary schools and people that you grew up with, and you move to a different place, especially like Dubai. There's a lot of. Um, not not stigma. A, there's a lot of stigma that comes with uh, living in a in a in a Muslim country. Um, however, the people as you as you um, move along and you meet new people from different cultures, especially since we're going to an international school, that you learn a lot of um, how different people grew up, their faith, um, their ethics, how like it works. And I've realized that um, people may be a lot different um, from the outside and their stigma. Uh, what they should be, or what people um, that are not um, third world people should um, should believe, but um, when you live in these different places, you start to understand um, where these people come from and, and yeah. how they grew up yeah. and it it gives you it gives you a, a good narrative on um, not only like um, political affairs but everything that happens in the world and why it happens
0: yeah, absolutely yeah
1: and um, that's a, that's another thing that this podcast was. Um, We were able to create it because we don't have a bias. We weren't brought up with a bias. Um, Usually in America, I grew up in Texas also, and uh, people have very um, conservative opinions about certain matters and and political affairs. Um, And you start to learn that it's not... um, They've been taught one way. They haven't seen everything. They haven't lived anywhere. So it, it gives you a really good... Um, interpretation of the world and it lets you set up for almost uh, success because you start to understand other people and where they're coming from
2: do you want to tell you a story Andre? yeah so i'm from italy i spent seven years there and then i moved to china spent roughly seven eight years and I'm now obviously i'm in dubai and well my view is that being able to move around so much into different different cultures it's difficult to connect to one specifically and you can never really you lose your home country's culture. You lose your heritage. Yeah, you lose your heritage. So. And then you don't really know yeah, I'll still say I'm from Italy but I don't do I don't celebrate Italian holidays and I might celebrate a Chinese holiday or I might celebrate a holiday in Dubai. So it's it's very complicated to just, you know, say that okay yeah okay I can I can be from Italy but my culture is I guess mixed it's it's very complicated not do you think that there's an impact
0: on say a place like Dubai where there's lots of Australians or there's lots of Italians if you're spending time with the people of of your same nationality even overseas do you think that kind of helps you reconnect or yeah
2: yeah. I know for sure like eh, like I remember when I was in China, I had a lot of Italian friends who mostly hung around with Italians and they were the ones who were most connected to Italy, they they were the ones who always felt like Italy was their home, but where, whereas I tried to, you know, co- uh, connect more to the local culture, you know, become friends with the local locals and that's why I feel like I maybe didn't, I guess you could say... I lost my culture more more than they did because they would only hang out with Italians. They even found it harder to say learn English. They always they always spoke Italian. So hanging out with like the group of your home country in another country definitely helps with, you know, connecting back to it.
0: Hundred percent. I reckon in Australia, are uh, just going home talking to people, people people who've like never been overseas, maybe they've been to, you know, Bali or somewhere like a resort. Um, you know, in the Pacific region. But um, I feel that talking to them, it kind of just goes straight over their head, you know. I, I would be, I would go home and I would chat to people about, you know, my time in Bangkok in that brief period that I came back for two years. And I'd tell them, you know, about my experience and all that stuff and uh, they, you know, it, they couldn't relate to it in any way in, in having such a big change. And in, in, I often got people telling me that, um, like they were, you know, if they said that if they were in that situation, they would have hated it. They they, were, they felt sorry for me in that way that I had to leave everything I knew. But um, pretty soon, I realised that uh, that it was such a good opportunity for me, and that I, w- I learned so much more outside of Australia than I would have in terms of you know understanding different cultures and stuff. But I think it's probably a bit unique for me because of my diplomatic uh, parents that. I was always around Australians at the embassy, at Australian events, always you know, talking to other Aussies and going home often. So I reckon that's had a big impact as well.
1: And now, do you think that um, the way people were brought up and if they're not, uh, if they've never left their country, if they've never gone and experienced another culture, do you think that that comes with a lot of uh, stigma and a lot of um, stereotyping as in, uh, people uh, expect certain, certain things from certain cultures, while if you visit it, you start to appreciate and understand it more.
0: Absolutely. This TCK, third culture kids, um, theory or uh, you know name for us um, says that we constantly break those stereotypes because we're not identifying fully with the culture that we're from. Um, but definitely I can see myself um, perpetrating that. You know, before when I see someone who says they're from Australia but it's never lived in Australia, has an American accent, it like, yeah. it, yeah, you know, it will inherently annoy me when I hear that because I think, you know, you're not, you know, you don't have the accent, you're not, you don't know our anthem, you don't support any of our sports teams, um, and you know, I think that's there's definitely a lot of stigma attached to that, but, uh, you know, in the last twenty years or so, third culture kids of you know people living overseas kids growing up overseas has increased massively like the the amount of the the new you know paradigm shift is that people are looking for opportunities outside of their outside of their home country and looking for work opportunities looking for a new
1: opportunity to see somewhere new
0: yeah and especially as a parent it's you think that's even if your kids aren't fully on board with it Mm. you, you know that that's going to be such a Pivotal experience in their lives and the yes, quality of course. education that you're going to get in, in, in an international school as opposed to like a public school back home. Yeah. It's massive. Like, and the teachers mm-hmm. we get from everywhere, the new people we meet, it's massively beneficial, even if the kid doesn't realize it.
1: And I know from experience, um, especially in America, they don't really teach um, world history, they only teach uh, American history absolutely, and social studies. Absolutely. And it doesn't give a chance for kids to um, learn more about what's going on in the outside world. Um, the problem with that is that, uh, kids, uh, as we mentioned before, uh, millennials specifically, they look towards, uh, media outlets to find, um, to find answers. And if they want to learn more, they, they go to media outlets. However, if you do that, there's uh, always going to be a narrative to the, to the article that you're reading. And the problem with that is that you get one side of the story, um, You don't really understand the full facts and usually the media they release stuff that is um, uh, very uh, Conflicting or it's like it's very um, It's a a very good thing that's happening, but usually it looks back to the country of origin.
0: Absolutely. They're just appealing to the target audience
1: Exactly exactly and it doesn't give um, I mean fair enough if you never move out of your country and you don't want to move out of your country That's that's fair enough, but like If you start to meet people from different cultures, it's hard to uh, understand them from their perspective if um, you have one ideology of how things should be and how they're supposed to be. Mm -hmm.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Um, But I reckon we've just gained so many skills. Like, because we're moving around, you don't, you have always in your mind that you're not gonna be in that place forever. Like, when I moved to Dubai, I'm like, all right, probably gonna be here a few years, Probably going to go back home to Oz or to wherever my next parent's posting was. And that same when I moved back home, I knew that, you know, so it kind of, um, there's two kind of theories about this, right? It's either that you form connections with people really quickly because you know that, you know, you, the, the, the saying is that third culture kids don't do small talk. We just get straight to it. We talk about things that matter because, you know, we want to form that connection quickly because we know that. We're not going to be with these people for a long time, and then the opposing argument to that is that uh, we can't truly connect with anyone at all because we we know that we're gonna move that a few time. that relationships arbitrary because yeah. you know we're not going to even see them for ages. Yeah. Exactly. Um. Well,
2: yeah. Go ahead. What I like to say is like the fact. Obviously, you guys have moved around more than me, but that just having to switch schools like. It kind of forces you to become a more open person. Yeah, absolutely. Like to new experiences and new people. Mm-hmm. I like you'd see someone who's stayed in the same school the whole their whole life, yeah. and they same friend group. It's, yeah, same friend group here. The like Tongue we point, we move yeah. around. Yeah. You you have to meet new people. You're forced to. You you are not just gonna stay alone. So you become a more outgoing person. Mm-hmm. And obviously, one of the big uh, like upside is you learn new languages. Like. Yeah. That's, that's you guys be, are different, but S- since yeah. I stayed for longer, in like, say, China, yeah. now I speak fluent <clears throat> Chinese and I, so I have like three languages yeah. I can fluently speak. And that's like something you can't really get because it's, it's yeah. so difficult to learn a yeah, language without so. actually living there. And so,
1: yeah, pa- past the whole, um, because uh, education systems, especially if you live in the same place for your whole life, it's... It's, it's static. It stays the same. Everything that you learn stays the same. It, it, it's almost like um, people don't find something special about them too, um, especially when it comes to job opportunities and um, career choices that you do with your life. Um, living abroad, it gives you the opportunity to learn the language, understand cultures, um, and <coughs> besides um, getting a fantastic education, it allows you to... Um, it allows you to get uh, an over. It it lets you uh, get an, a great view of um, the world as a whole and the conflicting issues of of the world today. Um,
0: especially in Dubai. Yeah, absolutely especially in Dubai. Um, me and Andrea both <clears throat> have lived in you know Asian countries. Me in Thailand and uh, Andrea in China. and I think if you agree with me, that's massively different. Like I needed to learn Thai in order to you know get around the city and. Um, even though I was still in an international school, it was the adopt, like, um, climatizing to that culture there was really important for me to be able to function in that, in that society in, um, in Thailand. So that was really important for me. And, you know, I just, you know, straight away, I was resistant to it. I think a lot of people are when they move to a different country, um, you know, that miss their old place, they're afraid of change because that was the first time I'd moved, um. But you know, a few weeks later, I was eating Thai food and yeah. you know, seeing sweaty cup or whatever. Um, yeah. Yeah. Um, also,
1: moreover, on that, it lets you. Um, you're no longer if you if you if you're considered a tourist in their country, you start to understand like um, where they come from and you understand their culture and it it allows you to. Um, Make a personal relationship that they that they uh, admire about you, yep. and it allows you to meet new people and um, gain a respect that you can't simply gain from uh, shaking their hand yep. or
0: this this dude meeting uh, them. this dude on this TED Talk was talking about. Um, he said it's a lot simpler to be uh, to completely adopt the local culture rather than to identify with the culture that um, you've created as yourself. <clears throat> like that third culture that you create as a tck um uh because you because you're so you want to be able to fit in its inherent human nature that you want to associate yourselves with the people that are you know right. clo- that are, that you're living with so you know i think maybe sometimes we're a bit guarded in the way that we uh especially in when i was in uh, bangkok i was a bit guarded in the way that i talked about australia and i tried you know I wasn't, you know, eating steak and reminiscing about the old times because no one there could really relate to that. And um, so you kind of adopt that culture uh, much more easily than to constantly perpetuate your own culture. Um, but a bit about Dubai, though, it's so unique in the fact that, you know, the local population is less than 15%, I think, somewhere. Yeah, yeah. So we've got people from all over the world, like crazy. Like in our schools, so many nationalities. And you meet people from everywhere.
1: Over- 35 nationalities. Yeah, some of that's yeah. crazy. Probably
0: more. Probably more, yeah.
1: <coughs> um, yeah. Do you think that um, gaining a, a global view um, of the world in general is a very important thing to have in your life?
0: Absolutely. But there's some people that, you know, the theory, ignorance is bliss. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. if I was, you know, middle class US citizen, then um my life was totally fine, and I wouldn't worry about politics yeah, course, too much apart from my local politics. But yeah. I think by moving, yeah. like, straight away, we have that global citizen kind of responsibility where we've seen stuff in other mm-hmm. countries.
1: Yeah, and I think people undermine that and the fact that... I'm not saying that everybody has a chance to do that and they can do that, but yeah, absolutely. has access to the internet. Everybody can do their own research. And um, what we're trying to say here is that you might... if. if if you want to go down that road, ignorance is bliss. That's completely all right. But to understand people, you have to understand where they come from and their and their culture and the way that. You they have are. to meet them too. There's that's, no there's, there. should not be stigma involved with any.
0: Going back to that stigma about the Middle East, right? Yeah. Uh, when I left my friends in Oz, it was, we oh, are going always, to yeah. the Middle East, far out. Yeah, yeah exactly. And we got here. Yeah. it is freaking paradise. Yeah, it's awesome. Exactly. Yeah. It's and, like it's like you could be walking down bloody. Sydney you know what I mean, yeah. like the, the shops and, everywhere. Um, yeah.
1: I saw a statistic that Dubai and Abu Dhabi were rated in the top ten
2: safest cities oh, in the absolutely. world. So oh, yeah. safe, you, you could leave your wallet out and like yeah, you could the leave rent. your door
1: open to your house and nobody would come in.
2: Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, you could do that in Italy, and geez, good luck. Yeah, it's yeah, yeah. exactly. so safe. Yeah. Um,
0: yeah. Um, so we got like a few interviews that I did. Uh, one one interview, sorry, with Stefano who is uh, this Venezuelan guy at our school. Um, Obviously a bit more of a challenge for him because he had to learn English quite recently. Um, So I'll play that for you now. So I'm here with Stefano. He's a really good example of a third culture kid. I'm going to ask him a few questions. So Stefano, where were you born? Uh, I'm from Venezuela. Okay. Um, uh, Where are your
3: parents from and what languages do they speak? Uh, Well, originally my mom is from Italy and she speaks Italian and Spanish because she moved to Venezuela when she was like really young. And my dad's Venezuelan, uh, like 100% Venezuelan. Right. So, what was your first language then? Uh, My first language at home was Spanish, but school was Italian because I went to an Italian school in Venezuela. So, it was quite like interesting to like the mix of them. Yep. So, what languages do you speak now? Obviously, English, but do you still speak Italian? Uh, yeah, that's one of my main problems. I stopped speaking Italian when I was about seven, like fully, and I never practiced with my mom because for me it was just weird. So, like, I can still speak Italian and fully understand it, but it's not that good in my grammar. is of course like it's not good; it's horrible.
4: Yeah.
0: Um, so, in your life, like, where are all the places that you've lived, and how do you, how did you end up in Dubai? Okay,
3: um, we moved because our dad, my dad's job. And first, like, of course, I was born in Venezuela, so I lived there for about nine years. Then he got got transferred to Colombia, that is another Spanish-speaking country, and I lived there around five years, and then now we are here.
0: Right. Um, So where would you say that home is for you? Would it be Venezuela or...? Um, Yeah, I mean, um, half of my
3: family lives in Venezuela and the other half lives in Italy. But like, I'm more identified with the, my Venezuelan family and I go there more often than I go to Italy. So I would say Venezuela is more like the... Like, so so, so the you'd say like
0: your home is where most of your family is?
3: Yeah, pretty much. And it's where my like childhood, like actual childhood was. So yeah. it's good. And every when I lived in Colombia, there was like super close. So I'll go to Venezuela like every two months or something like that and I'll spend a month there. So it's like the most, like it's where I spend most of my childhood, childhood.
0: Yeah, so you had to learn like proper English when you came and moved to Dubai. Is
3: that correct? Yeah, that was an interesting experience because, uh, like, like before I moved to Dubai, I had I did boarding school because like my dad was my dad knew we were gonna move. We just didn't know where. And like, if you don't speak English and you're gonna move to outside from of South America, it's pretty like bad not to speak English, right? So my dad sent me to boarding school to England. Uh, For two months, but uh, the like the boarding school I went to wasn't good for that because I went to a boarding school that had like international students like from everywhere in the world, but English people so you ended up so still speaking like, Spanish. Uh, my friends, like, they had like five, or, like around ten friends that are, they all spoke Spanish, so we would, like right. hang around, and yeah. it was just Spanish. And yeah, like of course you learn a bit when I go, like when you go out and you're like, hi, my name is, or like, yep. can I get this or something like that, but nothing like more, like yeah. more than that.
0: So you say you properly learn English when you came to Dubai. Yeah, like, properly,
3: I knew the like the very basics, <laughs> but I learned like here.
0: Yeah. So did you find any like social academic
3: issues Yeah, because you couldn't speak English? At the beginning it was pretty like hard because I remember like in my classes like some things I wouldn't know how to say them and I learned English by uh, like hanging around with my friends and they were all speaking English and I knew he- I met Hector that is Spanish and he speaks Spanish and English like mm. very good so he would, like explain me stuff in English but then when you like learn English not only, like in a like very official way like it's just like in, with a, your in a friend. classroom yeah in a classroom yeah, yeah. it's like then you like for example for me like i used a lot of swear words when i was yeah. in class because that's what my friends will say when we were yeah. like, like outside of school and then like that's how i learned so like i would like swear a lot in class and my teachers will be like what what did you say and i'll be like what i don't know what i did wrong
0: so the last place that you were that, that you um were living was the uk is that right or yeah, Venezuela. No,
3: I did UK I did it for two months I think it was and then I went back to Colombia for one month then I went to Venezuela for one month and right. then I moved here okay.
0: so you say that like when you moved to Dubai was it like a very vastly different culture before have oh, you, yeah for have me, you been to the Middle I, East before no, like
3: I've, I was like the only two places I've, like I've only been to South America North America and Europe but uh, like at that point and Europe, I was like, I only went to Spain, Italy, and the UK. So it was pretty, it was like weird for me. And especially the Muslim culture, I had no clue I was. And I didn't expect everyone to speak English. So I remember I wasn't really into English classes because I'm like, they don't speak English there either. So why yep. would I learn English? Like, there's no point of me, me learning English if they don't speak
0: English. So were you surprised to see that Dubai is pretty westernized and it's a bit of a yeah, globalized that city. was
3: like a really good thing for me because I was really nervous about it and when I moved out, like I talked to my dad and I'm like I don't like in South America we're like a very like open culture and stuff yeah. and so in Europe so like I, I'm used to like open spaces and like uh, freedom and all that stuff like western stuff and then when i came here i was like i talked to my dad and i'm like that i think this is not for us like i don't think i can live here like we just yeah. like a really conservative culture and stuff but then like i went to school and it was really nice and i met a lot of people and like all my teachers like a lot of my teachers were like english-speaking people and international so were my friends so it was really cool and i really enjoyed that because i like meeting like people from around the world because for yeah. me it's like interesting So it's really cool. Do
0: you think you developed that skill of, or that uh, desire to meet new people from moving around?
3: Yeah it's always like that for me like it's not even like when you move around you stop meeting like people from the same country and then it's interesting because if I meet someone from for example Venezuela he's gonna have a completely different view from someone like Colombia Hmm. or someone from Italy or someone from Mexico or someone from the U.S. or someone from the Middle East like it's so it's cool to know all that and it's really good for you because like you can learn like about the
0: world and you culturalize yourself. Yeah that's good. Um, last question for you: Are you happy that you've moved around, or would you have rather just lived in Venezuela whole life?
3: No, for me it was uh, apart from the political situation in Venezuela right mm-hmm. now. If I could choose, uh, I would move again because uh, for me it was amazing. Like now, everywhere I go, I, like I know someone, and like um, it's really cool. And I met a lot of new people, and I had experiences that I like I would never have. If I stayed in Venezuela. I've tried, like, new type of food, new type, of, like, new type of music and new things that you'll never imagine. Like, I could never imagine happening in Venezuela. So, I think it's really good that, I, like, we moved and, I, like, it's really good for me because I also learned a new language. Here, I like, met some Italian people and that now I'm starting to practice my Italian again, so it's really cool.
0: Awesome. Cheers, buddy. Good to talk to you. Yeah, thank you uh kyle was unable to join us today um because uh he was busy today so um he's pre-recorded about five minutes for us about his experience what he has to say on this topic so i'm going to put that in the end as well um thanks for joining us today we're going to put links in the description about this third uh culture kids theory and so
4: you can do your own research um yeah have a good one (laughs) Um, For a bit of background information as to where my national identity stems from, with regards to my parents, my father was from Montreal, Canada, and my mother was from St. John's, Canada. They both lived in St. John's in Canada, but moved to Houston, Texas, where I was born four years later. I grew up in Texas for two years, moved to Rio de Janeiro, Brazil for a year and a half, then moved back to Houston, Texas for another seven years, and finally moved here to Dubai, where I've been living for the past six years. The reason my family and I moved here was mainly influenced by my father's job. Um, my, my entire family, on both my mother and father's side, currently live in St. John's, leaving my family and I as the first and only part of my family to live outside of Canada. Therefore, that would make me the first member of my entire family to be born out of my parents' home, country, and culture. Alright, uh, with that out of the way, um, I moved to Dubai when I was around 11 years old, and I did find it to be a rather noticeable adjustment from what I was used to in Houston. One of the largest immediate differences was in terms of the culture here in Dubai. Um, interesting story was when I was still in Texas and I knew I was going to move for some odd reason. I, I, still had, I, or I had the belief that in Dubai they didn't wave their hand with the, with the palm of their hand facing outwards towards the person they were waving to. Instead, I had assumed it was a part of the culture and out of respect, I had to wave my hands with my palm facing the ground. This turned out to be false and the way I acted in public didn't majorly change as to accommodate for the culture in other uh, scenarios. Uh, I, could, I could live my life as I did in Texas in tandem with the culture as long as I understood and respected others' way of life, life here. It was a rather odd assumption, but still not being a teenager yet who couldn't even locate Dubai on a map, it was very easy to believe the rumors my friends and family had told me. Rather than research, as a kid, it was far easier and more available to just listen to whatever my parents said and thought. I'd seen and heard similar things uh, that were very new to me, but think there were still things here in Dubai which were very similar to what I was used to back, back in home in Texas. One important thing was I think that school played a large role in how quickly I had adjusted to life here in Dubai, and I think GWA played a large role in helping me find my own national identity and discover what a third culture kid is. Uh, in, in my grade five class, almost everybody was from completely different countries with their own backgrounds and identities, um, whereas back in Texas, mostly everyone in school was, was from Texas or America and often lived very close to the school in the same community. What's more, most of the other students here in Dubai were in a similar boat because they too had just moved here in Dubai uh, from their own home country, which may have been a bit of a different, um, a bit, it may have been a bigger adjustment depending on where they came from. Even though we all came from different backgrounds and upbringings, we weren't so different as we all had our own stories of our old lives to tell and and are now starting a new chapter in our lives together. We all had some ideas of how each other felt about about leaving home as we all have had to do in order to get here. Because of that, it was rather easy to adjust as we could relate and better understand each other allowing for deeper friendships to be made and a lot quicker. Uh, As a matter of fact, I'm still in contact with a few people I had met back in grade five to this day. Although it, it, it is difficult at times, I, I still communicate with old friends and family back in Texas and in Newfoundland. When we just moved, they too were filled with a lot of questions and loved seeing photos of what we had been up to. Because it's it's because like, Dubai is on like the other side of the globe uh, compared to Canada and America. And so sometimes it did feel like the distance between us was noticeable and we were separated because we were both still unfamiliar with what to expect. When we lived in Texas, it was only like a six-hour plane ride uh, to Newfoundland. But from Newfoundland or Texas to Dubai, it's like a 16, 17-hour flight. So it did get noticeable. But over time, it, it just became a part of our everyday lives, living in Dubai. Um, and, it, and it never felt like the distance with, between us was strange. It just It just became natural. And I even have some friends and some family from Canada come to Dubai and live in my house for a few weeks here. Finally, uh, with with regards to my own national identity, now I can appreciate the values of growing up and experiencing different cultures and identities, uh, especially here in Dubai and at uh, such an international school, that being GWA. Becoming more of an open-minded individual has made it tremendously easier to understand different points of views my friends might have and uh, global issues, like the perspectives and um, different people have from around the world on certain issues in certain countries. Um, I, ha- I have no real doubt that living in a very different culture will support me in my career, making friends and creating memories. And I think that being a third culture kid it, living in Dubai will will really set me apart from other people. Whereas if I had just lived in Texas my whole life or lived in Canada my whole life. So in, for that with, with, with regards to that, I feel very grateful that we, we moved here in Dubai, even though it was a bit of an adjustment at the start. But in the long run, I do think this has been a bit beneficial. I still celebrate the same holidays I did back in the states, and I still visit and talk to my friends and family back in Canada. Uh, I still follow the news back home, all whilst experiencing new things and looking ahead as I live here in Dubai. Sometimes I still find it hard to determine where I am really from, where my home is. But but a part of being a third culture kid, especially in Dubai, is the fact that your true home really does exist wherever you are, and it's the friends and memories you can make that can really make any place feel like home.